Well, we're live now, guys. So okay. I don't want to, don't be nervous, but we're uh, we're coming to the world live now on Facebook. Okay, so happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And we will have more people joining. At least they, they claim they will be joining. But right now we have returning champion, Eddie Taduri. <laughs> Another returning champion, Rob Wallace. In fact, you're all returning champions. Rob Wallace, Robin Flans, and the always handsome Jack Bruno. Uh, returning from what? From where? <laughs> uh, oh man, I uh, I had this I, I had this prop all set. I think Steve Gadd and Chris Parker are going to join us. Um, they've both said well, they're going to. Steve those two is actually slackers. There's two slackers. Steve is <clears throat> doing a gig today in Montana with James Taylor, like a one-off gig. And he's, he said, "Yeah, I know Montana in December." Ooh, I'm cold James, just thinking about it. Yeah, but James, I think he's, you know, Steve will make probably 300 bucks today for the gig, so it's, <laughs> it's good cash for the holidays. It's, right, Rob will know what, what I mean when I say this. Is One of Steve's sayings is, the kids need shoes. So, anyway, and say, uh-oh, I've just summoned him from his, from his... <laughs> I heard a doorbell. Hotel room. Where is he? Let's see. Uh, here he comes. There he is. Hey. Hey. hey, hey. Happy holidays. Thanks, Steve. You too. How you doing? Bono. Doing How's great. You? Yeah. Oh, man. Everybody good? Everybody's, Everybody's good. Everybody's great, man. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, Steve, um, we were just talking about you. I, I was telling the guys and gal that you're up in Montana today. Uh-huh. How, how is it there? Beautiful? It's beautiful, but it's oh. like uh, below zero. It's still <laughs> falling out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's incredible, though. I mean, yeah, I can't. I'm in this place called uh, Yellowstone Club, you know, and it's a, it's like, uh, it's almost like a private mountain. These people, you know, they, there's no, there's no lines at the lifts, you know what I mean? It's just, it's fantastic, unbelievable. Did you get yeah. up on the lifts? Did you go skiing? No, not, not me. No, no, no. I, I don't, uh, I don't ski. I did when I was when the kids were little. I tried, and uh, it wasn't really for me. I tried snowboarding summer. once. Yeah. Oh, did tried, you? Yeah, but I, I was on. I've never been on my ass more than when I tried to stand on a fucking snowboard all day long. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we used to go sledding and man, my, my feet and my hands got so cold when I was a kid. Yeah. And I think maybe I even injured them because like my fingers start to really throb in the cold. And it's like, uh, I must not have had the right gear. You know, I thought I did, but when when it's cold, man, you know, yeah, you got to be you got to be prepared. So that that discouraged me. The cold discouraged me. I got to think as a kid in Rochester. Oh you, man, yeah. I mean, and like you say, you got to have. I I grew up here in the Northeast, and I had this. It would get so cold. The first thing would be my hands and my feet. We had a great hill, like a not that far from where we lived, where we could go sledding. And I'd be splitting going, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's just 
my feet would like, yeah. We'd have to run our hands under cold water to heat them up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cold. Yeah. yeah, speaking of heat, I'm going to take my jacket oh, off. It's a little warm here. <laughs> <laughs> I had this prop all ready for you, Steve. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got this when I was in the band with you and Chris. Uh-huh. I remember, remember that? The, yeah, when sure. we did that photo shoot and I, we all had our shirts <clears throat> that was some great fun. Fun band. Yeah. Fun band. So how's the weather? Were you, is it cold uh, back east? It's cold back here where I am, but Jackson, Nashville. It's about and, to be single digits here for five days. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, really cold. I was there last week. I was there last week for a whole... Degrees. Sorry, Robin. Christmas. We're what? supposed to be 80 degrees on Christmas. Wow. Where? Where are you? L.A. Oh, cool. Wow. The bell's ringing. The room's about to get really, really funky. Open the window. You better open the window. I told you. Uh, it's it's really funky. David Garibaldi. Yes. Nice hey, to see David. you. David. Happy holidays, everybody. How's it going? Ho, 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 and stuff. Hey! Happy holidays. Awesome. Great to thanks for joining, David. And Good our friend, everybody. Todd Sukerman's jumping on for a minute. Todd. Hey everyone. How are you? Good to see you, buddy. Wow, man. Good to see you. Happy, Happy holidays, holidays, everyone. Yeah, you too. Happy holidays. Todd. Yeah. So but I I got I kind of I kind of messed up. I, I scheduled a live stream with Dromeo on the day that my family arrives. They're all arriving right now, and the wine's starting to flow. Uh, I had a, I, 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 I had a list, but I did not check it twice. So uh, for, for, forgive the brevity of my appearance here, but I wish you all uh, health and happiness in uh, in the new year. Everyone's oh. well? Same to you. Thank uh, to you, brother. Thank you, Todd. Yeah, thanks, brother. And Thank you. family. Yeah, I, I have to go do that, and then I have to come back here in about 40 minutes and do a thing. But uh, uh, love to all of you, and please say hello to everyone else that's going to come after me. Will do, Todd. Thank you. Thanks for being here, brother. Happy holidays. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Cheers. Right. See you, Todd. Cheers. Hey, John, is there a way to uh, is there a way to see everybody on the screen at once on, on an iPad? I'm just seeing – I see one person at a time, which is fine, but – I. Yeah, you can change it. Yeah, up in the right-hand corner of your screen, just click on View. Do you see View? Gallery. Yeah, but I'm on an iPad at the moment, so I don't see that. But, um, oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> you hit Gallery. I just uh, scrolled to the I just I just scrolled to the right, and uh, or to the left, rather, and everybody showed up. So I see everybody now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm doing it on my Mac, so the only I'm, I can only say what everybody else is saying is if you can I got find it. that. I got you it. got I it? Got oh, got good. It. Good so, job. DG, how's the new record coming? It's going good. We we got uh, two more tracks to do, and then uh, all the basics are done. And then, you know, they got to do all the rest of it. Arrangement, you know, horn <laughs> arrangements and all that stuff. But it sounds really good. Real cool. I'll bet. Where'd you do it? Did you do it with Clark? Uh, no, we're doing it with Joe Vanelli in uh, Los Angeles at Blue Moon Studio there. Mm. You know, Gino's brother, Joe, he, he yeah. uh, 
has been produced, kind of co-producing and engineering all our stuff for the last two, three years. Oh. Really great guy, man. Really knows knows his stuff. So it's it's good. It sounds really good. Oh, nice. I'm sure. Christmas Tower of Power Christmas record. Nice. Is it? It's a it's a Christmas record. It's actual like yeah, like Christmas it tunes, is, but like you know, Christmas carols, Christmas you know traditional <laughs> Christmas songs you know wow. Tower of Power style, and so we we actually to get it we want to do vinyl. So to get in this queue for vinyl, you had to get in a year in advance. So we had get in to get in this this queue for vinyl a year like before we even played a note. So wow. that's how long it takes to get these things done. So, wow. you know, it's going, it's going, it sounds really good. That's great, man. Good. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. I'm how's, good. how's doc feeling, Dave? Doc's good. Yeah. I, doc, I talked to him yesterday and uh, he's doing really well. For those of you that don't know, he got the flu like we all did after uh, our last trip home. And, um, he ended up having to go to the hospital and in the hospital, they discovered that he had three blocked arteries. Oh so within a couple of days, he had triple bypass surgery. And if it wasn't for the flu, he would never have known it. And uh, he's doing good now. You know, he's doc, you know, doc has superpowers, you know, so he's, he's good. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> when you're that funky, you know, I, I, I don't think the germs have a chance, you know? Yeah, no, with him, no, he, he'll never complains about anything. He, we always tease him, you know, that he's, he's willing, to, he's ready to do a quick 90 wherever we are. <laughs> wow. He probably, he probably feels so much better after a bypass if he's completely recovered yet, but I know people no, well, have had them. Slow going, but yeah, he says, he says he feels better. Once so, he completely recovers, he's going to feel just fantastic. That's scary. Yeah. Blessing in disguise. Yeah. What if he gets <laughs> any funkier? If he gets any funkier, it could get dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Man, well, you know, I, I I heard I heard Tower. Uh, I don't know a month ago, David, whatever that was. Yeah. The, the, the place that he puts his note, that honk, it, it's just incredible. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. I, I had an interesting you know, view from the, kind of the back side of the stage and just seeing, you know, his body like go into that thing that he does where, you know, he's, he, he hits the note really, you know, really hard. But where he puts it, I, I would have never thought to put a note in that spot that it's so damn funky. Yeah, Doc is a great musician. Brilliant yeah. stuff. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. yeah. Give him our give him our love. Yeah, and absolutely. Fast recovery. Absolutely, we'll do that. Steve, what time is your sound check today? You, you... Oh, at it's uh, you know in about an hour. I'll 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 sign off in a little while and get ready. All right. No, so, where, Steve, where are you? Steve, where where are, where in, are you? Uh, and what are you doing? Montana. With we're doing a a, a gig with James Taylor at uh, a private gig. So we can't. It's at. Um, uh, yellow uh, Yellowstone Club, and uh, it's near Big Sky and it's below zero. It's uh, and it's beautiful, man. We're right, you know, on the in the mountains. Yeah, it's incredible. Nice, incredible, incredibly beautiful. 
Any water buffalo going to be there, you think? <laughs> yeah, you never can tell, man. You never can tell. <laughs> it could be an interesting guest list. It you could, know. man. It could. <laughs> Just don't let them sit in, Steve. If they want to come up and, you know, sometimes they want to sit in. and Right. It kind of messes it up. You know what I mean? How do you turn them down? Yeah. I know. It's hard. That's that's a, that's it's hard a, to turn them down, right? It's hard to turn them down. Yeah. Well, that's nice. And then home tomorrow, right? This is just a one-off, and yeah, to, then I'll yeah. be back. Go. I'm I'm living in Vegas now. We moved from Ooh. Arizona to from Phoenix to Las Vegas, and um, and I like it, you know. And I have a son out there, and uh, there's our house has has a, a casita on it. So my son and his girlfriend are, you know, living. Um, in a little house on the property so and it's nice when i'm gone you know it's just good to be close to family absolutely Um, yeah that's great yeah that's that's carol when i gregorico just moved down there gregorico just moved to las vegas as well who did danny sarah gregorico you know Uh the family stuff he just moved there oh did he? he loves it yeah, he loves I, it. I like it, man. I like the vibe. You know, we're about a half hour from or twenty minutes from the strip, so there, there's no, you know, we're out of the craziness. Are you out in Henderson or Green Valley or whatever? We're in Centennial. It's called, um, but everything. It's not far from Henderson, you know, and uh, yeah, I just like the vibe. I can feel the difference in the driving from between that state and and mm-hmm. uh, Arizona man it, w- it w- just was getting crazy in Arizona you know a lot very of crowded too a lot of uh, people moved there right over the pandemic yeah a lot of people moved there and, you know wow yeah that's good yeah good yeah. so Steve Steve I got a milestone that I passed brother I went through your book in total oh wow how, did you like I just it? Finished, I just finished it last week. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to go. I'm going to re-up. I'm going to do seconds. Well, <laughs> That's great, man. I love it. It's good for the for your hands, right? It's, it's good for everything, man. Yeah. It's, it gave me a real understanding about you. <laughs> great, man. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Thank you for that. Well, you're welcome, and thanks. For, I'm glad you... I, I really was anxious to share it with guys. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, so thanks. I'm glad you like Do more. Part yeah. Where's part two? Yeah, I will. I, I'm thinking, I, you know, I've been, I always got these, uh, the stuff, <laughs> okay. man. So, you know, I'm constantly doing things and, you know, new little things come to mind, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, that's good, man. For another pandemic to make that happen, though. I know, no, no, no. <laughs> Says the publisher. <laughs> and, and David, if you need a second copy, we can hook you up at a good price. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank I'm you getting those much. emails, Rob, with all the specials, David, all the Hudson specials. Yeah. Yeah, it's Christmas time, you know? <laughs> Thanks, David. I'm glad, man. Yeah, David, that, that's great. Yeah, David, you got through. You're ready for seconds on the book. Yeah. I'm having a hard time getting through the second page. just keep working at it you know just keep going you know keep working at it it's it's really good stuff man yeah yeah yeah, it is 
Steve, Steve did a you know tremendous job, and it, it is it's so musical and it's so much a, a representation of of his playing, even though it's you know yes two sticks, Absolutely. you know two sticks and a log. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, you know what? I, I didn't want it to look. I like the way the old books looked. You know, the hand. You know, like uh, I wanted it to. It, I wanted it to look inviting, not scary. You know what I mean? So we spaced it differently and and uh, and try to keep it in phrases. So you're all. It's all. It always has something to do with with music as well as technique and you know so I, I, so you you talked about Dom Moyo in there what did he do like he played through some of the stuff for you out he, of that you know, he used to come over uh, you know and hang on every Wednesday and I would you know I'd show him what I was working on and and he, he would take it home and and practice it and 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 he would give, you know let me know that when he got it it, it was really it was helping his chops, you know what I mean? Without just by doing the the the, the different uh, rudiments, it one hand helps the other, and they both get yes. stronger at the same time. So he's a great guy, man. I love that a, guy. It's really yeah, cool. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a, he's a he's passionate about playing. You yes, know, he's passionate about meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it though? Hugh, Hugh Eddie Taduri. Universal. The meatball king. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to show you guys my balls. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, he probably man. has a pot of sauce on the stove, right? <laughs> but oh. yeah, he's he's a good guy, man, and uh, it was nice to be able to bounce it off and try the stuff, you know, with people. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and Steve, your you know your conviction to the detail in the book, you know, was just amazing. The amount of you know time and that you spent, you know, on every detail of it, you know, it's I I still laugh when you were calling me from from England saying, "Go to page twenty two, the last bar. I need an eighth note accent, you know, on the last note." What well, I mean, this is this is life. Life itself. Now we're getting to it. Look at that. He's smell it. Oh, I know you can smell it. He's telling me about this for for days, telling me about his, you know, my sauce, my meatballs are almost done. And oh, man, I'm hungry. (laughs) Eddie, I was going to ask you how you were doing, but now you just showed me. So I know you're okay now. (laughs) I'm okay, man. I've had a (laughs) bit of a cold. I was in Nashville for a week and, uh, it rained every single day, every day and every night. It was just cold, and I I, I got this chest cold. So uh, it's been a couple of weeks, and you know I'm in touch with the doctors and all that. It's something I have to get through. It's 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 okay. I'm going to be fine. And yeah, a meatball I, a day keeps the doctor it. away. I'm sorry. A meatball a day keeps the doctor away. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they can't get, they can't prescribe anything like this. <laughs> Boy, I wish you could smell chicken. this, you guys. Jeez, I swear to God, better, I think better I than smell. chicken soup. Oh yeah. man, look at this! Holy shit! All the way from Santa Barbara, I can smell those meatballs. <laughs> oh man, nice. Hey, I was just I was yeah. just thinking too when talking about Steve's book, Gadamitz. 
that all of you guys, maybe not Jack, sorry, and certainly not me, but all of you guys have books. David has a book that came out this year, DG's Notebook. Robin, of course, has a couple of books and one in the another one in the works. And Eddie, you're working on a book, I think you told me, right? Just finished it, uh, Robin. I remember 30 years ago, you read some of my stuff and, and really put me on the right track a very long time ago. And, and <laughs> I took notes on every tour, pretty much every situation. And uh, <clears throat> long story short, I kept writing and writing. And I would put it under the couch and forget about it. And a couple of years later, so when the pandemic ha- happened, uh, uh, you know, as Rob was talking about it, I, I saw it there and I took it out and I read it. And I thought uh, some of the stories are bitter. You know, we don't always work for the best uh, bosses. And, uh, you know, I have I had a little bit of an attitude in the old days. Not anymore, but I had it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so I started editing and editing and editing, and I found that uh, you you can't edit the story to the point where it loses all integrity for those folks that that uh, experienced it with you. So I had to leave some of it in, but I finished yesterday. Not that I mean, I finished writing and I put all the stories together. And I'm starting to work on fonts and numbering and all that stuff. And I have a, I have a, I'll tell you the name of it. It's called Fat Back, A Life in the Pocket. Great. Nice. Beautiful. I'm really happy about it. I don't know if I want to, what I want to do with it. My last book was about, uh, was about uh, the Rhythmic Arts Project. That one, this one was really, really easy to do because it just flowed and I had people I don't know who that is that was my phone oh okay (laughs) (laughs) anyway this was really easy because I had a lot of people write in and tell other stories about how their, their experience with the Rhythmic Arts Project all over the world so it it, it just it was really easy to write because I was writing about that. But when you're writing about your own experience, you know, I mean, and and the, the whole thing, the drug thing, the whole, I mean, I I uh, I, I think it's okay. I'm not sure. I bet oh, it's great. Right. Eddie. I bet it's great too. To yeah. Tell. Yeah. Well, I'll send it to a few friends and see what they think. You know. Yeah. And Jack and I need to write our own books or maybe collaborate on, on a book together somehow. <laughs> so we're not the oddballs. I don't know. We, we'll come up with something. Hey, Besides, look who's here. It's Anton Faye. Hey, got it all hey, working. All Happy holidays to everybody. And to you, you Anton. Man. Thanks yeah, for joining. Nice to see you. Yeah, good to see everyone. How is yeah. everybody? <laughs> Fantastic. Good. Still here. Oh, Good. Yeah, still here. That's right. Still here. Yeah, trying to stay yeah. warm. You're probably in the same situation we're in. Just yeah. Well, I think in New, I'm in uh, in New York, so it's not quite as cold as I think where you are, or in Texas. So it was in Texas, or you know, out there. Yeah. yeah. But I'm fine. Good. 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 I was just yeah. going to say we were just talking about books, Anton, and we were talking about Steve's book, Gadamans, and and as great as. Eddie's title is 
Fat Bat. <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, Gadamins is a pretty great title, I have to say, and how Steve came up with that. Title. I wonder who thought of that, John. Sure. Yeah. I don't know, but it's yeah. It was uh, it was Johnny D, the Viper. Oh, I see. Wow. He came. Oh, no, but now, that, now that you bring it up, I think I. Well, first of all, I think the book is absolutely amazing. I love it, and I practice out of it all the time. Oh, and I'm looking forward looking forward to part two. But I really absolutely love the book. Ah, but ah, I also ah. had a good I also had a good name because when I did my solo record, I called it Figments. That's right. So that was pretty close. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Jack yeah. and I are looking forward to page two getting past. That's right. <laughs> oh, no. It's great. You know what I love? Like, it's, you put reasonable tempos, and it's, and it's totally, hang on, I've got to shut up my phone. And it's, and it's just, like, really great. It's a great, I just love working out of that book. Are you going to do the, uh, the transcription of Crazy Army and all that kind of stuff in the next book? Oh, I, 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 I didn't even think about it. I could do. I'm, I'm not sure. You know, with the orchestration and everything. I like when you double with the bass drum. And oh, all that right, stuff. right, right. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like that. I got to get your book, right? David, too, man. You got to send me your book. Rob can hook you up. All right, good. Okay. Oh, Rob, yeah. you're muted. I don't know why. Um, my bed. We can Hi. speak to the right people, Stefano. All right. <laughs> hey, Anton, how are you? Good, Rob. How are you doing? Good, good. Long time. Yeah, absolutely. Where are you going? <laughs> you in Somebody's... the city? I'm out in Montauk at the moment. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. We got a surprise guest joining. It just said iPhone joining. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see who they are. And where they are. But um, I, I want to thank you guys for doing this again. I just, oh, it's Steve Smith. Oh, uh, Steve. Hey, Steve. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh. Christmas shopping. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Hey, Johnny. Look, you really are Christmas shopping. I love it. You're at the mall. No, no we're at the Chicago airport sitting right. at. Wolfgang Pucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're, you told me you were headed to Chicago. Yeah, we're right. traveling. We're flying. We we board in about forty minutes. So, Aww. Merry Christmas. Hey, oh, thanks, yeah, happy holidays. See you, brother. Hello yeah. to everyone. Hello. Hi. Yeah. We we won't keep you too long, Steve. So when you you're going to spend. Christmas in Chicago, were you going to go back to New York or Oregon after that? Oh, actually, we're headed to Oregon. We've, we've been in New York for about a month, and now we're, we visited my son and daughter and granddaughter in Chicago, and now we're on to Medford, Oregon to hang out in Ashland for a couple of weeks. Great. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, that's great. Right. At the pad. <laughs> Well, appreciate you popping in to say hi. Sure. All right. Travel All right. safe, man. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Safe travels, brother. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Don't stop believing. I won't. Don't ever stop. If you don't, I won't. All right. <laughs> All right. See you, Steve-O. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, man. You never know who you might bump into on this on this thing. You just don't know. You just don't know. And you know, we were talking about 
somebody was talking about being grouchy. It might have been Eddie saying that you know you you were bitter. <laughs> no, no. When you were saying you when you were writing your book, you were bitter. And I was thinking about grouchy old men, oh. <laughs> and then I thought of Rick Morata, who <laughs> is absent, <laughs> right, Steve? Oh yeah. Who do you, who do you think of when you think of a grouchy old man? Yeah, Doctor Gloom. Doctor Gloom. <laughs> As you once nicknamed him, Rick Maraca. <laughs> and it's where is he? Is he supposed I, to come? Yeah, he told me the other day he'd be here. So I I don't know. We don't know. That's all right. But um, because I love the Steve and Rick show. Yeah, all the. It's gold. It really is. It's gold. It just sort of happens naturally. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yeah. When we're done with this episode, I'm going to sell it to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I will cut you guys in for a few points. I promise. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Um, so everybody's where they're going to be for Christmas, except for you, Steve. You guys are all in your home base. Here at home. Stay at home. Good. Here yeah, at home. Great. Very nice. It's going to be Friday. On, on the East Coast, Friday is going to be an awful day to be traveling for anybody. So, yeah. David, are you still living up in Livermore? In that area? Say again. Say again. Are you still, are you still living up at north in Livermore? Yeah. Yeah. Still here. Been here for a long, long time. Don't have any plans to leave at the moment. You know, uh, it's good. You know, nice there. Great yeah. place. Yeah. yeah, great, great area. You know, I mean, you Robin, were that back in seventy. Who was that? That was me. Oh, Eddie, Eddie. I said you've probably been there since seventy-one or two, right? Well, I grew up in this area, uh-huh. and uh, this house I've been living in since nineteen eighty-nine. Okay, wow. so it's like. Uh, a homestead, you know? Yeah. So it, it's cool. It, my, my parents lived here and I inherited the house and, you know, it's great. Oh, that's yeah. great. That's nice. So Eddie, we met when you were playing with Bobby Whitlock, I think it was like 72 or something. Right. Something like that. Yeah. We had just recorded uh bump city. Uh-huh. And, uh, I don't remember you guys. Where- was, but I remember that gig very well because the first. Time I think I- it was in many. I think it was Minneapolis. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Wow. Man, I think it was Minneapolis. And then I would go over to your house, to your apartment in L.A., and you had your dog Bach. Bach, sure. Everybody remembered him. People still stop me on the street. I swear to God. Are you the well, guy? Well, he was really intimidating. He was intimidating to look at, but he was really a sweet dog. I mean, he was, you know. World, yeah. Uh, they used to call me at Sound City because uh, uh, Patty Benatar had a pit bull and uh, Rick Springfield had a, a bull terrier. And somebody else had those. But Bach had priority. So they would call, <laughs> can we bring our dog today? Are you bringing Bach? You know, and I'd say, not today. Bach is there, you know. And, uh, he, he was something, man. Everyone who ever met him just fell in love with him. What kind of dog? Was he a pit bull? A pit bull, yeah. A I big one. Right. How yeah. big was he? 65 pounds. Man, you know what? My, my, my son found... Um, we used to at one point we had six dogs. I we love we love dogs. Yeah. And and my son found uh, 
running on the the expressway, a little puppy, he opened the door and, you know, we had him for years and he turned out to be a, a pit bull, American bull mix. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he was 90 pounds. Wow. And he, he, was, he was like a big baby and he was just, <laughs> the, those, those dogs get a bad, they're, they're the pit bulls are, they're beautiful. They're, 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 they're sweethearts. They just get a bad rep. Yeah, he was great with babies, with kids, anything. He never hurt anybody. He did have a little bit of an attitude for other male dogs that, that kind of threatened him. But right. I, I, I'll show you a picture. I got a great picture of him. Maybe bring back some meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a picture of his dog eating some meatballs. Right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this looks look serious. Oh, man. And Eddie's like the skinniest guy I know. He's <laughs> that same size, right? For 30 something years. He makes the meatballs. He doesn't eat them. He carries I, them around. That's how I he gets right, fit. I think you're right, David. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you can see this. This is Bach. And me in the seventies. Oh yeah. Uh, oh wait, let me see. Trying to get oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. The screen out of there. Oh, look at that. There you go, that's better. Is it? Yeah. But you can see he's big, man. Oh, it looks like he's, yeah. he's, he's he was singing. Looks like he's singing. <laughs> he did. Uh, well, I, 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 he answered the phone. Remember we had uh, those phone machines and You'd call up and the phone would say, hi, this is Eddie, or you leave a message. I put him on there. I could grab his throat and he would go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I said, I'm not here. Talk to Bach. And he would go. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Too funny. Everybody loved that dog. I miss him. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Gad, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. I need a little new material for like the you know the Christmas Eve dinner. You, you have a, like a good joke or two. You, you know anything fresh you're working on these days? Um, I could tell you. Did I tell you? Uh, <laughs> we are live. I told. Can I tell that? <laughs> should I tell them? I don't know if I got any. If we're, it's bad to go to do that stuff live, right, John? <laughs> It, it, uh, anyway, it's not network TV. <laughs> that's one for that's one for Christmas dinner. Yeah, right. yeah. One the rim shots. I'm sorry, I got this red shot going on. Oh, sorry, John. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Uh, the dad brings uh, it right uh, down uh, to the gutter. Oh boy, that's great! Thank you. Hey Joe. Hey. How are you? Happy holidays. Thank hey. you, Joe. Yeah, yeah, you, Joe. Yeah. Well, hi Joe. And on that note, I have to take leave because I have a Mix Magazine interview. Okay. So love you nice all. Nice to meet you. Nice to see you. Robin, love you so much. I just want to say before you go that I wanted to just, if you guys don't know, Robin is working on part two of the Jeff Beccaro book. So um, yeah. it's okay to say that, I hope. Yes. Yes. It and it will be out next year. Yes. 2023. Great. Excited yeah. Robin, about that. So. Yes. Do you know Stanley Sheldon? No. 
you, I have to hook you up with him. He's like, um, he'd probably have some really cool insight as to Jeff's sessions with Tommy Bolin. He's the oh, bass player on that, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and he was, he played with Tommy forever. It was like Tommy's right hand man. He, until he went with Frampton. Oh, but, I love um, that. I'll, Please. I'll hook that up. Yeah. Oh, and Stanley, Stanley excellent. watches the show a lot too. He could even be watching now, but, um, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Many thank yous. Um, Steve, I'm, 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 I'm working on the um, flat of flops. Everybody's working on it. Uh, <laughs> thank you for keeping the tempos in a nice groove, that 80-ish kind of vibe. Because this shit is, you know, once you get the swing of the displacements, it's really fun. You know, yeah, st starting to get there. Bye, Robin. Happy Bye, holidays Robin. to you and your Bye, kids. Robin. See you, Robin. Bye, Robin. Bye. Yeah, the, the... Glad you're enjoying that book, Joe. Yeah. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. It reminds me of when I first started taking drum lessons as a kid, you know, where you really spend a lot of time and then it's so rewarding um, when it becomes, you know, ingrained and and uh yeah it's it's really good stuff and dave i have your book as well and it's so amazing how you can slow down the tempo and the the sonics don't change how i like that that technology is like amazing you know you so bravo for all that <laughs> no bravo that's like very cool to see that stuff slowed down and retain the sonics you know it's Good stuff, that's, man. That's it. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I'm such a fan of you guys. Oh, thank you. And we are well, of you, Joe. Who isn't? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We're a fan of you, too, man. Right. <laughs> Talking about fans, Joe, let's get a good look at that sweater. Uh, yeah. This is that. my Snoopy oh, pajamas. It comes out every year. Um, I did that dumb thing that you do when you have a couple of daughters, you know, and bought the family Snoopy pajamas <laughs> about three years ago. And they this all have is the like, same one. Yeah, they all the same exact ones. I, I, I didn't, I was lazy. I could have put on the bottoms. The bottoms are, are amazing. Red, of course. But, uh, yeah. As long know. as you got something on down there. <laughs> <laughs> And Rob, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to surprise you one of these nights at Garcia's because I know oh, you're playing there next Thursday and I got something came up. We but are. one of these days, I'd love to come and see that band. We are. That'd be great. Cool. Any of you guys doing a New Year's Eve gig? I was going to ask that question amongst of you. are, David, with T.O.P.? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, in Boston. In Boston? Where are you I playing? At the in Beverly, I think it's called that. It's at the the Cabot, Cabot Theater. Cabot theater. Yeah. Okay. You know that place? I do. I know that place. It's a great theater. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful little town as well, Beverly. Yeah. That's great. That's right. Yeah. Jack's a local boy too from Belmont, Mass. We played at that little oh. theater. It was a little while back, but yeah, it's a great place. Really cool yeah. little theater. Yeah. Cool. It's kind of near Dave Maddox Hood too. That's Dave's in the like, very the close over. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Well, well, you know that's man. Am I the only one who's doing a New Year's gig? Come on. 
I I think so. Anton? No. Wow. No. 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 Ron, I'm flying. I'm flying say, back to Florida. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to stay up that late anymore, David. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, it's hard on, in New York because um, they close Times Square and the whole area around Times Square. So if you want to get anywhere, like say there's something downtown, you have to go all around the edges and it takes hours. It's not a good night to go out in the city. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh I think All as right. we get older we're a little you know, a little I know I am. I'm a little more uh cautious about being on the roads on that night too, but um anyway, that's, that's Are you playing New Year's? John? No, no, I'm not. I'm not, Steve. Nope. I'll be home. We're going to have cheese fondue. Kelly's already got Ooh. the menu all mapped out, so Nice. Excited. And Eddie, yeah. what are you having? Meatballs. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Meatballs, of course. Do <laughs> uh, I have to show you the meatballs again? Or, or, or... Uh, so, uh, Joe, you should write, you should have the Eddie Tadori meatball diet book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Joe Petsy's sitting on a stoop in Brooklyn smoking a cigarette. As a guy comes by, he says, Man, you shouldn't do that. That's really, really bad for you. You should stop smoking. And Petsy said, oh, yeah? He says, my father lived to be almost 100 years old. He said, really? Did he smoke? He said, no, he minded his own fucking business. I think that could go into the GAD repertoire of, of jokes. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, man. I heard a couple the other night that I'm, I can't repeat here, though. But, but um, anyway. Why? No, they're, they're just, they're, they're, they're a little, they're a little inappropriate for a live stream. drummers. <laughs> okay, I have an appropriate one. Here's an appropriate one. Okay. This good, is my David. favorite one. This is my very favorite one, and maybe the only one I ever remember. There was two flies on the ceiling, and one said to the other, "Hey, your man's open." <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stunned silence. Okay. That's good. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> Well, guys, you know, I I thought we'd have a few more folks joining, but it's you know it's okay. I'm not, I'm not complaining. They're missing out. They're missing out. Yeah, I had I had a couple of last minute uh, messages this morning saying I'll be a little late, but I'll be there. But that's okay. But I appreciate you guys being here today, and I appreciate all you guys being on at one time or another, um, doing my podcast too. That's what I really want to say is thank you. It's it's really uh, become a really fun thing that I didn't expect to happen really. And, and, uh, and you guys have been a big part of it. So I appreciate it. Thank you. It's fun to do. And, and you, you had COVID the day that we did ours. You remember that David? Yeah, I yeah. did. I did. I, yeah, you were pretty out of it, but you, man, you were making it happen. Well, so it was you're great. Too, you're too kind. You made it really easy because I've been a huge fan of yours for a long, long time. So I just, I let you do the heavy lifting. I just kind of sat back and, and let you talk about the book and your life and yeah. You've been doing a great job, John. Really well, thank you, Rob. Yeah, yes, how many sir. shows have you done in total? 
Say that again, Anton. How many shows have you done? Oh, in, in total, total. I've done, this is this is my one hundred eleventh. Wow! Wow! wow. Nice. Yeah, and um, yeah, and the and it's going to be three years. And I think the first one I did did was with Steve, and that was in April of twenty twenty. So, when it all kind of when all the shit really hit the fan, and uh, you know, I mean that's it shows you that for Steve to agree to do that with me back then. He had absolutely, other than writing the book, he had nothing to do. Otherwise, I'd have never, I'd have never got him otherwise. It would, it would have been, he's laughing, but he, he knows. It would have been weeks of him saying, I, I, yeah, I want to do it. I'll let you know tomorrow. You do one a week? Yes. I've, I've been doing on an average one a week, Steve. And, and sometimes I did two last week. I had both Jack and Eddie last week. Uh huh. Um, I, I think right, Jack. Were you last Monday or two? Uh, I don't remember the day, but it was last week. Yeah, last week, and then Eddie later in the week. And uh, well, just I, I wanted to build up a little um, backlog of them so I could take a couple of weeks off over the holidays and have have them keep coming out every week. Oh, good. So yeah. So John, none, none of this would have happened without COVID. You'd have never. I, you know, Joe, that's, it's funny. I don't think it would have, I don't know. I don't know that it, it certainly was the impetus for me to just kind of want to try it, you know? Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're doing a great job, man. It's really, it's really, really cool what you're doing. You know, thank you very much. We have that stick people, you know, the stick people podcast that we've been doing and yeah, yeah, we did that. We started doing it during the, you know, during the lockdown thing and we kind of, I think Mike Clark was the one that that got us all involved in it because we were all kind of, you know, came up in the Bay Area here together and it was like therapy. So we ended up doing it, you know, for three times a week, Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And uh, we did it for weeks, months. It was just so much fun, man. You know, just hanging out, talking, saying stupid shit to each other. You know, <laughs> it, it was just a, it was a great, great time, you know. Yeah. So and, and, we just did, by the way, we just did Jack DeJunette the other day. So we got that one coming. Great, man. Yeah. Man, I saw, saw the was, one with Larry Graham. Really great. Ah. Yeah, I saw the Larry Graham. That was killer. <clears throat> yeah. All of them are really good. You know, um, it's just really great to meet some of these guys and talk to them and all that, you know. Jack DeJunette, man, he was. So cool because he's got such great history, you know. Man. Master is awesome. Yeah. And did you tell me, David? Do you ha do you personally have them all like archived? Did you tell me that? Yeah. That you, you have them all. Yeah. 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 We have a guy now that produces it, and you know, it's all pro. It doesn't look like it was done in somebody's bedroom. You know, it's it's like pretty this. good. So like this one. Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 no, that's great. That's bedroom, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, I always thought that was a blue screen behind you with some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> green, uh, screen, screen. Yeah. No, that's yeah. that is something I'm going to do in the new year. Is I'm going to really try to step up the sort of presentation of it. I talked to Rob about it not too long ago. Just try to, you know clean it up a little bit make it make it respectable like all you guys all those beautiful drum sets you have those left-handed beautiful drum sets you have you should show some of those man yes. wow 
Well, is there one in Charlie you... Kid? It looks like a Charlie Kid on on your yeah, list. Yeah, it's close to what Charlie played. It's a um, base. It's a thirteen-inch tom, and he used a twelve. But it's a early seventies Gretsch. Um, it's a See, soft sign badge. It's drum drum porn. Your purveyor yeah. of drum <laughs> porn. <laughs> well, you know. Believe it or not, David, that's the only left-handed kit now that I have set up. I was looking the other day, and I've got a room full of drums in the other room, and they're all set up right-handed just because it seems more normal that way to me. You know what I mean? When I look at the drums, left-handed. You play both. You play right-handed and left-handed too. I I, I don't. I don't. I, I try to. I I sometimes will sit down on that kit right there and play it a little bit, but it's I get I I get frustrated quick with it. You know, it's <laughs> you know. It's like, I'm too old to really try to learn to play right-handed, so yeah. But I you don't know what you're missing. Well, I sat in last summer. (laughs) I sat in on Rick's drums, Rick Murata's drums, at a at a Murata Brothers gig with Jerry playing drums and Rick, and this great band they have on the Vineyard. And and you know there there was no messing around with anything, so I managed to sort of bluff my way through playing like Lenny White, you know, like open hand, right foot on the bass drum, left hand on the hi hat. In fact, people told me I sounded just like Lenny White. They said, man, when I closed my eyes, I thought you were Lenny White. <laughs> no, but anyway, but I can I can play, you know, simple bass drum stuff, but that's about it. And there's Greg Bissonette. Johnny D. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hi, Steve. Hey, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, man. Good to see you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, all of you. Who do we have on here? Let me scroll around. Holy cow. David Garibaldi, Anton Big, Eddie Taduri, Joe Franco, Jack Bruno, Rob Wallace. Man, what a fun group. (laughs) The cats are all here. Man, oh man, oh man. Greg, you missed the meatballs, though. You missed the meatballs. Oh, Rob, I missed the meatballs. Well, you're not far from Eddie. He's had the meatballs, though. He's already had them. (laughs) <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, remember, always that got that, remember that night at Le Cafe? You always had the meatballs at Le Cafe, Eddie. <laughs> Man. I brought him with dinner. He couldn't make the dinner we were having at the house. So I actually went over. My house was part of that building. And I went over the roof and went in. And I laid out this whole dinner on his drums after he stood up and left. I <laughs> With You're a candelabra, the whole thing. And I left <laughs> over the roof and back to my place. And when he got to work that night, there was this this whole this whole dinner thing, man. My dad split them with me. He loves the meatballs. Oh, yeah. right. oh my God. That's so funny. That was hey, a great you, place. Can I play a little Christmas song? Yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to say play yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I played my gadamits for him. <laughs> my gadamits. <laughs> oh, too funny. You gotta you gotta work on the you gotta next song has gotta be the DG stuff. The yeah, yeah, things. yeah. David Garibaldi, the the new uh, I get so many great clips from you, David. We were working on the drunk drumming thing. And David took it to the next level, man, with all this stuff written out. David, you're a monster and a machine. <laughs> man. Hey, David, 
what what were those the interviews that you were talking about? I mean, that you did with Jack. Yeah, it's called the Stick Stick People. You can find they're on YouTube and you know Facebook and all that. It's called the Stick People. Uh-huh. So it's it's Gregorico, Mike Clark, Lenny White, Michael Shreve, and myself, and we all met here in the Bay Area, like early seventies. Um, all playing in bands around here. You know, Lenny came out from New York and uh, first came out with, with Chick's trio with Stanley Clark. Right. And um, then he came out again to work with Pete Escovito in Azteca and stayed and was here for a long time, you know, playing around and working with people and kind of became a Bay area guy, you know? Uh, so it was cool. I Mike was one of the first guys I ever met after I got out of the military. I got out in 1969 and I, I met Mike almost immediately after that. So we've known each other for a long time before we had our gigs, you know, did you know Mingo Lewis? Yeah, I did very well. I used to see him every day over at SIR Cisco. He was around. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mingo. That's Mingo. cool. I haven't, yeah. I haven't thought of his name in a while. Yeah. He could play, man. He he was percussion. Yes, he right? could. Yeah. Yeah. I met him when Time he was playing. He could play drum set, too. He could play drum set. I met him when he was playing with the tubes in the 80s. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, he could, he, could, he could play it, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, you know, somebody, we got a lot of folks watching, first of all. And uh, and I, I swear I'd thought of this early on, and then I, I got a little distracted with all this great chatter we've been having but somebody had asked a great question and just asked if any of you guys knew dino Danelli and maybe had a a story or something mm-hmm. to share about dino uh rob i know you knew him um and yeah you know, uh, a, yeah it, 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 it was, you know we we uh there's a, a bit of a long history there but um he you know he obviously was you know an incredible player uh, you know a, a, a real artist, you know, he, the line never blurred like between playing music for him and, and painting, you know, he was a, a mm. he had beautiful paintings that, you know, abstract art. And, you know, he, he just looked at things with a different lens. Um, You know, he was a very opinionated guy and uh, you know, at, one point, uh, you know, a bunch of years, probably six or seven years ago, there was a period of time when the Rascals were trying to get something going. After they, they Steve Van Zandt had produced an incredible uh, show that went to Broadway, and it featured the Rascals' music, and and it was it was a stunning show. They they were all playing great. Mm singing great they had, they had some great you know backing band and visually they had graphics you know it was it was a really well put together show i actually went with uh, steve smith um one night and um uh, they had a falling out with with van zant unfortunately ridiculously i think it basically boiled down to to money which was re- a real shame cuz he 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 went so far over and above um to try to be the peacemaker and make this thing happen because th- there were some very fiery personalities in the band that prevented mm. them 
for many, all those years, that giant gap they had, you know, they were all still playing great, but they couldn't be in the, in the same place at the same time. So anyway, wow. Van Zandt pulled off this unbelievable um, thing and got them to reunite. And, and it was just smoking the Broadway show. You know, people were going crazy. And they had a really big fan base. And so they had this big falling out with, with Van Zandt. And then some of the guys had management that were trying to get them to do something on their own that would go on the road and, 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 you know, do theaters and, and big, bigger venues and so forth. And, and Dino called me one day, you know, I knew I met him a few times here and there, but kind of called out of the blue and said, you know, I need somebody to represent me at the table. You know, there may be something happening. You know, we're starting to talk again about trying to do something. And, um, it, it got very close. I, I went to uh, several meetings. They had a very a big booking agency that was, at, you know, the real deal in Manhattan. And um, I actually, you know, saw contracts with offers for the first shows were going to be in Hawaii. And, you know, people were, were you know, it would have been amazing. I think people, you know, because of the size of their fan base. Um, I think it would have been really successful and they would have gone out with it in a, in a, in a blaze of glory, but egos or personalities or whatever you want to call it got in the way. And, and, and really as it was getting close, I mean, it, it, it kind of blew up. Um, unfortunately, Sad. and it, it was heartbreaking because a bunch of people had put a, a bunch of time in and, and kind of saw that there was a little, you know, the end zone was close and uh, mm. they never got there and um, things blew up. But, but you know, I have, you know, really fond many lunches with Dino and trying to sort out the, the, how to try to pull something like that together. It was a, it, for me personally, it was it was a really interesting time. I loved that band and I loved the music. So I kind of jumped in all the way to try to help him however I could. Um, but just really sorry for everyone's sake that it never happened. You know, they, they got mm. so, um, too bad. They couldn't pull it together. I mean, it, it just would have been great for all of them, not to mention us, you know, to, every, to hear everyone. Stuff, yeah. You know. it, yeah. And, and, you know, if there's a video that I think may be coming out. They filmed the Broadway show and, you know, I, I saw a little bit of the video and, you know, it was just, it was, you know, it was phenomenal, you know, Really, really there's, a, there's a video, um, I think it's still on YouTube, of one of the Portchester shows. The first shows they did were up in Portchester. Yeah, I, I was uh, at one of those. Yeah, so, well, me too. <laughs> and um, at first, when they there was a playbill, and I thought, I don't want to see this. I just want to see them play the songs, you know. But I was blown away by the whole presentation. It was really cool. Something I got to ask you, Rob, because you're the perfect candidate. Um, the Liberty DeVito interview at the cutting room. Dino talks about a book that was almost finished. 25 of the greatest constructed rock grooves. And he had two or three more to go. And this was years ago. Any any word on that? No, I, I I never even knew about it. Believe it or not, with you know, and having spent a bunch of time with him, you know, I I was completely unaware until I saw that video, you know, that was filmed with Liv at the cutting room. 
I had no and that video was fantastic. Wow. Yeah, I mean, a- talk about mutual respect and Lib getting really down and dirty into all these little subtleties, everything from his felts on his cymbals to <laughs> these little <laughs> offbeat drum parts that, you know, what you going to do that, you know, that like just little things that um, it, it was such a great interview. I, I, I saw it back in the day. And after he passed the other day, I had to watch it again. And I spoke with Lib, but I went back and forth with Lib about it, and that like amazing. Yeah, but crazy. I mean, something has to. That book must be somewhere. Yeah, you know, I'll, Billy Amendola is actually, you know, involved with Dino. Uh, it, they, he, it, it was his girlfriend of forty-five years. They lived together for, you know, for forever, but they never married. But <clears throat> Billy's, you know, been in touch with her. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out and see if, if anything, you know, is possible there. Yeah, for sure. He was such, it, you know, for me watching that show, I don't know if you guys ever got to see the Rascals either on TV or live or, or yeah. the, I'm on TV. Broadway yeah, thing. Yeah. I couldn't take my eyes off Dino. I mean, no, he just commanded, it was, it was just something magnetic about him playing between with, with his facial, you know, position and, and the way he sat upright and, yeah. and, the way he kind of looked around and the twirling and he had one stick down on, on his left side, like almost pretty cool, almost reaching the floor. And he's playing. There was all this stuff happening. Yeah. I, I just, and, the, and the intensity of his playing, yeah. just the so intensity, intense, you know, the musicality, you know, the creativity. I mean, he really had a lot, you know, when I was watching it in, um, as I'm talking now, it, it's bringing back a memory, you know, it, it kind of, I thought it might have been like what when people would go see Gene Krupa play because he mm-hmm. was kind of the full package and yeah. he was the first guy that had a spotlight on the drums coming, you know, right from the floor up at him. So the shadow would be projected on the wall behind him of his drum kit. Um, I, I thought, you know, Dino could be like a modern day, you know, Krupa, but mm-hmm. he was he had just a, a tremendously talented, uh, you know, fellow. I don't think he we didn't hear him. Sorry, I don't think he ever got the credit he deserved uh, as a result. I mean, I grew up in that same era, and I was watching the Pigeons and the Vagrants, yeah. all those bands back. At, you remember, Joe? Oh, please! I mean, it was Vagrants, Fudge, and Rascals. The, yeah. those you yeah. know. There were a lot of groups, the New York groups, uh, the Illusion, the Hip Pocket, the, the Rich uh, Kids, Richie Rupa, yeah, Richie Supa. And, Super. Oh, Richard Super. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, and those cats, the drummers were all really exceptional. I, I thought Dino was kind of in another class, but, you know, uh, they would twirl their sticks and, and bounce them off. There was one guy bouncing off the wall and grabbed the <laughs> stick. He never missed the beat. I killed myself trying to copy those cats. Uh, <laughs> sixth time I poked myself in the eye, I said, "That's." <laughs> but he was co- he was copying Sonny Payne and like you know all the people at the Metropole back in the day. Oh yeah, and, oh, and, uh, I saw a yeah Sonny Payne. Metropole. I, I was too young to get in, but I talked to the doorman. I, they were the band was behind the bar. Yeah. Remember back in that day. And he let me come and stand in a doorway and watch Gene Krupa. It was the most thrilling thing, you know. It was uh, probably in the probably early sixties. You know, what a what a, a, a thrill that was. 
but yeah, back to Dino, I, one of the most thrilling guys in our era, I think, who came up and, and was playing like nobody else, really. Of the, you listen to uh, Mickey's Monkey and stuff like that. It was, who was doing that? In did he ever do any other gigs after that? Did he? He never did, he did. anything, did he? He, he? he actually was in, you know, which makes it even a little bit more ironic. He played in the 80s in Steve Van Zandt's band, you know, when Steve... Disciples of Soul or something? Yeah, Disciples yeah. of Soul. Yeah. Van Zandt, you know, left Springsteen's band and did his own thing. And um, and that, that was a killer. You should look at look up some of that music. There's some killer stuff there. Um, and Dino was the drummer in that. Uh, they had a band I, with Gene Cornish as well. They had yes. a band called Bulldog yeah. with and, and Gene. I, I think, was there a band called Photomaker? Yep. Was was Dino in that, Joe? Yep. Photomaker, Bulldog, um, and, and, and Van Zandt's band. Yeah. I feel like, too, when Van Zandt, that was such a big deal for, for Steven to leave Bruce's band. And I feel like Dino got not equal billing, but I feel like it was he was a, a big featured part of that band at that time, I remember. Like, it was like, you know, he, he had, he still had a name in the, it was like 1984, 85, probably, when that happened. And people remembered him. I, I certainly did. I was like, Dino Donnelly from the Rascals is playing in this band, you know? And uh, yeah. And, you know, I was going to say everything, what you guys just said, and, and maybe you, you said this, Eddie, by saying he was kind of underrated, but the guy, in my mind, the guy had ridiculous chops too, that like really technically could play some shit. I mean, he was, he had the look, he had this real confidence in the way like, you know, it, it, to me, like the same confidence that Ringo played with, but maybe Ringo is more understated, but Ringo had such a great vibe and great energy. And Dino took it like to another level of this, the showmanship, and he just looked good. You know, and like you say, Gene Krupa just had that, that matinee idol kind of uh, mm. way about him, you know, amazing. And all the space he had to play in, there was no bass player. You know, it was basically a rhythm guitar and, and Felix. Yeah. And, and so he kind of put things where, wherever he wanted. And it was always like so spot on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Great records. Some, those early rascal records are just great, great records. Yeah. Hey, fellas, I'm sorry. To, sorry to interrupt, fellas, but I got I got to take off here. So uh, thank you, John, for inviting me to hang with all you guys. It's great to see everybody. And, uh, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Your Christmas. family. Thanks. Good to see you. you know, you Happy know, we'll see you guys. Baby. See you guys soon. Okay. All, All right. right. Merry Bye-bye. Christmas. Good love, back. buddy. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you. Yeah. Now yeah, I got to figure out how to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's always what. Yeah. Walk away. Just walk away. There's always. Once you're in, you're it's never like, out. It's like the mafia or the Grateful Dead. Once you're right. in, you're never out. Once you're in, Speaking of which, this is a very heavily Italian Zoom. We're losing an Italian. Oh, no. Yeah. I know. I know. Oh. Great Who's doing fish? Thing. Who's doing fish on Saturday night? Come on. <laughs> Seven fishes? I think, no. the, I think there'll be some. I think there's going to be some of everything. David, I don't know if I can. I don't know that I can um, have just you unplug go. it. I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just unplug me. <laughs> Holy! All crap, right, well, this is ridiculous. <laughs> one one great drummer leaves as another one enters. So. Uh, 
And here comes Jeff Hamilton. Hammer time! <laughs> it's yeah, hammer man. time. Hey, hey. Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. Yeah, to you Merry too, Christmas. Jeff. All right. Thanks for being I here. I don't belong in this group. Oh, what I, are you I don't, talking well, about? I'm not. <laughs> Let <time>. me finish. Late <laughs> 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 uh, to the party. Everybody checking at noon? Yeah, no. thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. We had a couple yeah. folks come and go. We had... Uh, Who's 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 coming? Well, David Garibaldi was just leaving as you were entering, but we had uh, Steve Rob. Smith popped in for a minute. Nice. And uh, Todd Zuckerman and who else, guys? Robin Flans. Robin Flans. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was that was pretty good timing. I miss I miss Smith by just that much. That was by just good. that much. You could have had a good brush timing. off. <laughs> yeah, a little brush I thought, John, I thought I'd have a bottle of Zinfandel in your honor, but I thought it's a little early for that here in LA. So it, it's probably even early for me, Jeff, to be honest. It's tempting. It's very tempting. Uh, that's great. Uh, well, I got a honeydew list that I was uh, given last night. I got back from Vegas and it's like, here's what you need to do this week. So that's why I'm a little late. And I got to get back to it as soon as I uh, say hi to all you fellas. So oh, no. uh, as everybody's busy this week, right? Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And real quick, did you were you at the pro drum party yesterday, last night? Yeah, I, I made the last half hour. It was an extra hour and a half from Vegas with all the holiday traffic. So I oh, barely yeah, made yeah. it. But yeah. yeah, I made it. It was still it was still really full. You know, I'll a lot bet. of people still there. Yeah. Free food for drummers. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It's a no yeah, brainer. Or were you playing? It was, it was kind of interesting. It was, there were, there were two different things going on. There's a new jazz club, uh, that opened up, uh, uh, the guy who used to own the, the Sahara is an organist and he's a manager of sorts and, and, uh, got some dough and he opened a club that he wanted to hear music in. And it's right across from the Smith center in Vegas, beautiful venue, probably maybe the, maybe the nicest club I've ever been in. Just, I mean, the sound is great. Yeah. You guys need to check that out. That's, it's a great, great venue. We had the soft opening because they weren't ready yet. So they went ahead and honored the commitment. So my trio went over and did our, our uh, our holiday music that's what they wanted for uh sun, sun no saturday and sunday and then the weirdest thing it was so much fun uh you guys know Penn and teller the magicians right in, sure. in, in mm -hmm. well Penn Gillette has been playing the bass since 2000 and he's a huge ray brown fan so he had heard me a couple of times and he pulled me aside and said you got to tell me ray brown's stories what it was about and he bought the late david stone's bass and he got serious about it about, I don't know, eight months ago. And he wanted to do a record, a trio record. So his music director, Mike Jones, uh, that I did a record with before, put it together. So I had a session with Ben Gillette on bass on Monday. Wow. And there were more laughs than music. I mean, he's, he's insane, you know. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so wow. we had such a great time. And Steve, I wanted to tell you, I, you know, thanks for being a part of that hit core thing. I think you were the big hit where we did all that tribute stuff to the big band drummers and people oh, were fantastic. just people were like uh, murmuring, man, that's Steve Gadd. That's a <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't of... be there, but yeah, it, so I, it sounded like it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was hot seat time. You know, you got the drums out in front of the band and, and new arrangements. It wasn't like we could walk in and play the old arrangements. So right, right. some homework. Uh, was <laughs> they gave them to you ahead of time though. So you could, 
Yeah, yeah, I, I had a couple of weeks, you know, uh, but it's hard when you're used to playing that stuff, you're hearing it, you know, for so many right. years. And Adam Nussbaum drew uh, Love for Sale, and it was like the whirling dervish through the whole thing. It was like Elvin meets Buddy, and I mean, you know, everybody, everybody's waiting for the fill, you know, and it's like, damn, he just blew through that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Greg, is that you down there? Yeah. Oh man, I just saw you. I got I got the wrong glasses on for this. <laughs> my first Los Angeles drum teacher. I'll What's that? Forget, my first LA drum teacher. I'll never forget oh. coming out from North Texas and asking you if you teach. And you had a place on Sunset, and we played for a couple hours on your coffee table, man. And I had no drums in the apartment. You know? It was the best lesson, though, Jeff. It was so helpful, man. Uh, you're very kind. You know, he came out with a bunch of North Texas pals when they went to Disneyland and they dropped him off at my apartment. I thought, what is wrong with you? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's Greg. He's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad to see you haven't changed. <laughs> uh-huh. I was playing some gadamit little drummer boy. You might have missed that. I'll play a little more for you, Jeff. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Can't hear it. And we played the gadamits for Jeff. <laughs> My man. See, that book is so fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's hey, who great. Who came up with the name gadamits? Who, who came up with that name? It's Gadamitz. perfect. Johnny. Johnny, Johnny D. Johnny D? Yeah, I did. I, I I thought you were. This was a setup. I didn't really set that up. I swear, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> well, it goes didn't. to show you, you can take the man out of the business, but <laughs> <laughs> but you can't put him in his underwear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a Zoom call. Yeah, you know, I did. I did that on uh, on our our trio CD, and. Yeah, I'm I'm so tired of hearing that song done badly and then bagged like, oh, that's the worst Christmas song of all time. And I thought I'm going to try a version here that I dare anybody to put it down. It's like that was my goal to just, you know, brushes and loose and slower and moody and, you know, substitute chords. And it was just swimming. And uh, nobody's complained about it yet, but maybe I scared them with the introduction to the song. <laughs> <laughs> Dare you? How oh, great. Uh, oh, great. That's great. What record is that, Jeff? Uh, uh, my trio, Jeff Hamilton Trio, is called Merry and Bright, and the cover is anything but. I look like a mafia hitman in, uh, in the picture. <laughs> is that like, a I got, new album? I got your Merry and Bright, you know. So. Is, that, is it new? No, we did it last. It came out just before Christmas last year. Oh. I got to check and, that out. Yeah. And the old line is, uh, you know, it was, uh, uh, it's a million seller. I got a million in my cellar. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I didn't get a rump up from anybody. Come on, Greg. <laughs> oh, I'm too busy pulling up the song. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Say something, Greg. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't hear Bright, it. The Jeff Hamilton Trio, Little Drummer Boy. Thank you, Jeff. That's going on the playlist right now. Yeah, I'm going right. to download it, too. Now, hey, now Dave, I almost have a million seller. Dave Maddox has just joined the fold, if, if you don't see him on your screen. Hey, hey. Yeah, hey, don't see him. hey Dave. Hi, guys. Great to see you all. Good Is to see you. Little, was that the Little Drummer Boy or the Drummer Boy? <laughs> <laughs> drummer Boy with brushes. Jeff Hamilton brushes. Yeah. 
they're alive again. <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, congrats on on your new. You got your stick is out now officially. Yeah, both Any are brushes? out. Yeah, yeah so that's uh, great. So I'm accepting work again now that they're out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, 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 they did a good job. They, they, uh, they, they <laughs> you know, they, the the brush is holding up, and it's, uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. They did a great job and a great, great company. I've I've never had done any business with them, but they're really kind people. Everything's been great so far. Good, good to hear it. Yeah. Well, I can stop a conversation, can't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I've worn these guys out. That's why they're. <laughs> I've yeah. been making a, you know, listen to stories and tell stories. And I love, your, I, I love your drum room when I can check into it. it you know, it's fun. We had a good time and it's, it's like, you just keep things, you make it so easy, you know? Oh, thanks Jeff. I, I had a great time too. That was, you know, with all you guys, it's just, it's, it's like, it's what it's like when you're just talking with old friends, you know, just mm-hmm. that's hopefully how you guys feel. You know, when you do that, it's just a, you know, just a, a, a fun conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's what it's supposed to be, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No hard questions, you know, no questions about like groupies on the road or any of that stuff. It's we keep or it, bearing edges or bearing, yeah, <laughs> or bearing edges. Right? <laughs> Riveting subject. Oh, oh. Man. Guys, I got to bounce. I want to okay, say Rob. thank you, Johnny, for inviting me to this hey, uh, prestigious group. I, I really appreciate Johnny. it. Uh-huh. I wish you, everybody uh, best for the holidays and a great new year and healthy year and keep pushing forward and and uh, we'll see you then. Thanks. Make sure you pass make sure you pass along to Adam Nussbaum what I said about him being a whirling <laughs> yeah. dervish. He'll embrace that, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll be thrilled to hear from you. All right. Thanks. Take care, everybody. Happy right, holidays. Happy right. holidays. Happy holidays, Rob. Good. Be good. Right, see you, Robbo. Well, guys, and I'll, I'll wrap things up pretty soon. We've been going for a little while now, so um, I so appreciate you guys being here today. Any anything you guys want to? Um, Have I missed all the juicy stuff? You missed some juicy stuff, Dave. Yeah. There was a, there, there was a, a lot. Of- Greg, hold up, hold up the song again. He missed the juicy stuff. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. That's going to cost. Hear. Can't hear that. No. Oh, I'm going to get my speaker. Hold on. Okay. Can I stall for a minute? I'm going to get my Okay. Yep, yep, Greg, yep, hurry yep. up. I got a gig in January, Greg. Hurry up. Oh, <laughs> leave the drum. Uh, Dave, yeah. what have you been up to in, in Marble? We were talking about you earlier because David Uh-oh. Garibaldi was here, and he's doing a gig in Beverly at the Cabot Theater on New Year's Eve. I heard that, yeah. And I said, that's right in Dave Maddox country. That's That's about... 10, 15 minutes for me. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I would go if it wasn't New Year's Eve and I hate to sound like an old man, but you guys, when you get to be my age, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's. How'd you Frank Highfield? But a boom. I'm I'm admitted admitted at 10 o'clock every year. I I just, I just don't do New Year's Eve. I just been at bed 10 o'clock. I told Johnny the other day I had socks older than him. (laughs) (laughs) i like that i do like that that's very funny that's very funny well you know i kind of think like it's it's um a celebration just to be around 
first of all, and yeah. then to be around and still doing what you love to do, which oh. I think I can speak for everybody, oh, yeah. is, 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 a, is a real gift. And I'm just like really, really grateful for that. So not that this was a grateful conversation, but it's like, you know what I mean? For a happy new year, like let us all continue to do that in the, for the years to come. Yeah. yeah. No. Right on. And to, be, and to be back at it, you know, after a couple of years. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. After, it was strange. It kind of put a stop to a lot of things or, or changed the way you had to do it. Right. But and, it and made, the, way you, the way you look at it, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Dave Maddox. Okay, here we go. You missed it. Okay. It's so beautiful, beautiful. man. Wait, yeah. you stopped yeah, right is. before the pum 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 pum. What are you doing, man? <laughs> Thank you. Man. Wow. The sound the yeah. sound of somebody who knows what they're doing. Listen, the sticks weren't out yet. They hadn't. They hadn't finished the sticks. I had to do it with the brushes. You, know. <laughs> you had to make do, huh, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you got away with it, man. Well, you, thank you. You done yeah. well, son. Beautiful. Yeah. You're Greg, well. you're making me blush. Oh. I can't what even get it played in my house, so that's why I came to this room. <laughs> <laughs> This is a tough team. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I'll just, just to what Anton said, I think was so beautiful and so right on as far as just like, I think we're all of a certain age where it's just great to, you don't have to celebrate New Year's Eve necessarily, just celebrate, you know, we we got through another one and uh, let's hope for a great year. You know what I mean? Every day, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, isn't it funny how, talk to anybody you know of our generation and they'll tell you the same thing you know just like just enjoy the day each day and try to do something nice um, so could we reserve your room for the same time next year with a lot of hope that we'll all be yeah. here yes <laughs> yeah let's do it yeah i would love that yeah all right all make right. it an annual thing well, thank you for putting this together, and I'm I'm uh, happy I could make it, but I'm sorry that I've closed yet another room. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, Well, Merry Christmas, Jeff. Merry Christmas to you all. Christmas. Great yeah. to see you. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Everybody. Happy New Year, too. Right. Happy New Year. Thanks. Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Merry all right, Jeff. See you all. Good to Bye. see you, Mr. B, too. Hey, Steve, I was going to say... Um, that sounds like a great club for your band. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I got to learn about Vegas, but there's, there's some good places. Yeah. Uh, and there's some good musicians there. So we'll get hooked up. Yeah. I know, I know a couple of guys, Steve, in case you need, you know, in case somebody bothers you. I got a few. You know a guy. Okay. Yeah, I can't Who knows a guy? Couple of guys, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Danny Seraphin was going to join, and he he said, "I'll see you later." But but you know, I think Danny 
is pretty hooked into in the Vegas. scene there now too. So he lives in Vegas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he loves it too, Steve. He's he's really happy there, you know. I, I'd like to, uh, you know, at some point we'll get a chance to hang. I hope, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it out there. I am. That's great. Happy, happy. So, guys, listen. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hit the road. But um, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, Johnny. Thanks for all that you do for all of us. And uh, I love all you guys, man. Have Good a have, back. A, have a great Steve. holiday. Thanks, thanks for Steve. all the inspiration thank and love, man. Oh well, thanks. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. If I get it back from all of you, thank you. I'll see Thanks. you guys later. Okay, Steve. Take care, love you. All right. Steve. Happy Merry New Christmas. Year. Give Carol a hug for us. I will. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. We'll do. All right. Yeah, I'm going to say, my, my, my wife just came with all the food, and I've got to go help her bring it. All right. Her. We're fed. Thanks, right, Happy, New Year. Happy New Year, Anton. Happy, Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Thank you, guys. Right, you see you, Anton. Okay. Bye. See you, Anton. Thanks again. Well, guys, John, what, you playing much over the holidays, Mister De Christopher? Uh no, actually, we're not, Dave. We uh, we we're going to take a little break uh, for a little while. Rest to, between engagements. A rest between engagements. Right. Um, Sounds like a last, long rest. Last, yeah, <laughs> that's a long <laughs> rest. Yeah, yeah, it's enough of a rest to uh, <clears throat> go to the you know the men's room and come back, but. Uh, <laughs> You know those long rests. No, we're we're probably going to resume in February, I think. Okay. Start playing some gigs again. We had a great gig last Saturday night up in Andover, Mass, which was a lot of fun. Greg, you'll like this. We did our, our band. My band did a an entire night of the British Invasion. Oh man! All did you do some you Dave know, Clark Five. No Dave Clark Five, unfortunately. Oh. But Beatles, I, I bet you Stones. did your favorite band, the Rolling Stones. We did do some Rolling Stones. We did more Beatles than anything, though. So all right, happy we were representing our friend. Yeah, Johnny, did you do the Who? We did the Who. We did um, Moody Blues, Zeppelin, Aqualung by Jethro Tull. Never heard of them. All really bad. Yeah, Aqual. Yeah, Jethro. All they they all the songs sounded terrible, but we we played them. (laughs) Did you did you use Gretsch drums? By the way, I did use Gretsch drums, Jack. Yes, (laughs) I did. You didn't use your English. Yes. What what roundabout? I, I use my my new um, Miracrome stop sign badge kit that I just bought over the, the summer. It looks great. Thank you. A 1970 uh, kit. Seven, 1970. One year they made that finish. Um, it's a it's a nice sounding kit. It's beautiful looking too. So, um, I'm going to pick up on one thing. This Dave Clark Five. I'm, I'm going to start referring. To that band now is the Bobby Graham Five. Absolutely, yes. absolutely, yeah. Bobby. He had to keep that a secret for so long. It was yeah. yeah. Those drums are so huge on those records. I huge know. drums. Know. Oh, why didn't Beautiful. he bring that out before that he was on that? Was it just not cool? I, that's my understanding, Greg. Yeah, um, yeah. He was. There was a kind of if extra money keep this quiet. Back in the day when. That kind of stuff was just starting to happen, as you well, all of us know. Yeah, yeah. But there was a. Um, I heard that I. No, it's okay. I heard um, there was a there was a B side, and I remember flipping it and hearing this ridiculous opening fill, sixteenth notes, triplets, and thinking, 
I'm not too sure. And then subsequently finding out it was Bobby. Gus Dudgeon, a, a well-known producer who became a good friend of mine, He, I remember him raving. He used to use Bobby, raving about Bobby's, Bobby's playing. Mm-hmm. Great, great drummer. There's, there's a, have you guys heard of a guy called PJ Proby? Is that yes. name? Any bells to anybody? Yeah, no. he, was a, yeah, he had some association <laughs> with Elvis, and he did a single in England. Um, a, a single was called Hold Me, and it was, I think it was a top 10 hit in England. We're talking front end of the 60s, and Bobby's on it. And you hear the play out when he gets to the play out. It sounds like Mooney. It sounds like Keith Mooney. Mm. It's unbelievable. But this huge sound. And apparently he used to use on, on all his sessions a 24-inch bass drum with no back then, no damping. And I think that's mm. a part of the big sound. Yeah. 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 And Bobby's on the King's- interviews on YouTube. He has some great interviews from the uh, you know, right before he passed. Yeah. Right. And and Bobby's on. You really got me by the Kinks, right? He's on a couple of the Kinks big big hits. I I don't know which ones, John, but I know you're right, and he is on them. Some of them, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I know, but I, but to your point, Dave, you know, in those days, absolutely, it was, you know, it was kind of a secret to, that yeah. these guys well, were. Well, Hal the was the master, wasn't he? Was of the of the playing on people's. Yeah. Stuff and not it not and not not so much not getting the credit, but as you say, as you guys all say, that you know, keep it stum, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, you couldn't have it at that time known that Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys, the one of the Wilson brothers, didn't play on those records, you know. Yeah. And, and then later, Dennis ended up having Hal play on his solo records or solo records. So, I think they, I think at a point they they acknowledged Hal probably sooner than they might have other you know other studio musicians but mm-hmm. um yeah the beach boys loved Hal. they were they were yeah. constantly yeah. praising him yeah and for good reason you know yeah yeah richard carpenter's a good friend of mine he loved Hal too he and karen both just really loved Hal, and uh so many great stories you know oh, karen, yeah. karen did not want to confront that band she wanted to sing from behind the kit but a and M, Herb Albert. They said, "No, you. We're not going to have a girl singing from behind the kit. You're going to be up front." And then who did the live gigs? Was it Cubby O'Brien? Yes. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah the musketeer, was, musketeer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Karen and and Hal did the drumming on the albums, and then Cubby, I guess, did the uh, live gigs. Yeah. Boy, Richard has such a beautiful voice too. I mean, Karen's voice was just magnificent richard the way they sang together yeah it was so magical you know I it mean, can only happen happen with the siblings when they're when their voices are that well matched you know it's so yeah. great yeah, yeah we, Jack, we did a yeah. whole carpenters live uh not live carpenters uh with the royal philharmonic and and richard wanted to redo the stuff and the whole band were thinking we can't redo this he says we have the originals we just want to redo it so we can do a little different arrangements so we went into capital and we, uh, I, I got to play on Karen's drums, and uh, we, I tweaked my drums out quite a bit, and took the bottom heads off, and taped them all up, and it was so much fun. But check out the Carpenters Royal Philharmonic album. Yeah. Richard has just done all these amazing arrangements with the orchestra, <clears throat> and you still hear Karen's voice in your headphones. You start to oh, cry. Oh man, yeah. There's yeah. a story that John Lennon was walking out of a club in London, a restaurant. And Karen was walking in, and he just stopped and said, 
you have got an amazing voice. What a great singer. And Richard said she could never really accept it. Now, he didn't really mean that. Or, he, you know, she, she didn't really think wow. he was serious. But he was serious. Ringo loves Karen Carpenter's voice. Wow. Man. That's great, Greg. Great to hear. That's, oh. yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. And, her, and their Christmas album, man. The Carpenter's Christmas album. Oh, wow. yeah. We listen to that all the time. There's so many... Great versions of those classics, you know, oh. of those songs. Yeah. We John, so how did your British invasion? I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't mean to hijack. How did your British, your, your British invasion gig go? Was it? It was good. The, it the bouncers wrong. were outside throwing them in, right? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that latest photo that you sent, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna show these guys. Um, oh. I was just going to say the uh, we've done that a couple of other times and and try not to wear it out as a novelty, but it really goes over well. People really dig just the the idea of just all these great British songs, you know, especially like five of them being Beatles songs, just you know, old Beatles songs. So it, the the bouncers were throwing them in. <laughs> oh, that's good. Hang on one second. I'm going to show everybody this this photo that that I just. Um, that I just got from you. I think hopefully it's going to work that people will be able to see it. It's a little cartoon. The little, yeah. That one. Can, can oh, you yeah, see this? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no respect. There was no respect at all. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just, it, was yeah. an, it was an asshole. <laughs> right? The best, the best comment, the best uh, comment I heard when I sent that out, somebody, I think it was Joe LaBarbera said, he couldn't stand the sound of the kid crying. <laughs> That's beautiful. And I will say Dave Maddox has a million of them because I'm constantly, you know, grabbing these things when I see them. And, and uh, <laughs> what was the thing you, oh, I, 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 you might have seen my crazy, I celebrated my 50th anniversary of playing the drums this past Saturday. Wow. My, my first drum set my dad bought me was December 17th, 1972. So it was, you know, I made a big deal out of it as I, as I do. And I, people, I appreciate. It's Yeah. So, so yeah, Dave says the first 50 years are the hardest. <laughs> I, know, I, just, uh, I just loved it. It was just <laughs> the next 50 will be easy. And you still have the you still have the kit. I you know I don't Jack. I I bought a kit to replicate it. Um, right there is the bass drum to it. The tom toms aren't here, but uh, it was a from the Sears catalog of Blue Sparkle, um, <laughs> silver tone drum set for two hundred dollars, and I sold it when I got my first Gretsch drum set in nineteen seventy four. And I wish I kept like everybody. I wish I kept it, but uh, but I do have a kit to remind me of it. So. John, is that anything like Kent? Kent yeah, John? it's 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 maybe it's maybe even a, a step below Kent if um if you if you got one of the good Kent sets that was made in New York in the sixties or early seventies, they were they were pretty good drums. Mm -hmm. Um these were made by Starr, who later became known as Tama. Oh, okay. And and they were, you know, they were like Slingerland copies. If you look closely at the lugs, they look just like Slingerland drums. Um and uh, and they were you know they were okay for a first drum set but um you know it, like anything like that they they were kind of limited in their tuning and and all that stuff so 
My dad had a story when I was a kid. I kept bugging him for this other Slingerland kit with more Toms, like the Nigel Olsen kit. And he said, you know, <clears throat> there's a story about this guy. He's a young kid, and he had a – oh, look at that. Fantastic. <laughs> Johnny. Oh. Johnny. Oh. With, the, with the left-hand birthday. grip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. No, finish. Finish your story. And he, and he said, "He said this kid. He just had a really raggedy little, like three-piece kit, not even a four-piece kit. And he, he just, he never practiced, and he, he just sounded horrible. But then he got this big, huge kit with all these toms, this brand new kit, and he still sounded horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh." So you made those drums there sound great, I'm sure. Because Johnny was the star of PASIC in a drum trio with Zach Groves oh. at PASIC in Indianapolis. You grooved like crazy, Johnny. Greg, thank you. We you I had it. such well, you're you're too kind and you're too generous and and I appreciate you and Zach taking it easy on me. Greg, as he does, as you guys know, he's the most generous person. And so Greg and Zach are playing on the Dixon booth at PASIC, and I'm just digging it because it's just sounded so great. And and Greg, of course, hands like, come on, get there's one more drum set. Come on, get on the drums. And I'm like, oh no. You killed it. You uh, killed I, it. Everyone's going, is that John DeChristopher? That's yeah. John DeChristopher, the drumming icon. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 and you're on YouTube all over the place. That was, did that was you fun. sit in on a right-handed kit? I did. You did. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. You and nailed I, it. Extra kudos. Greg's, Greg's being very generous. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, Took some balls. Just, I just played like that, and I said, I'm not trading fours with you guys. No way. You were great. <laughs> great. Uh, Greg, I remember playing uh, at the uh, uh, Pelicans retreat. When you had Mark out there. Mark right while I was away, and then when I came back, we kept him and all of us. Garibaldi, everybody started showing up, those two drummer yeah. things, and it was memorable. Uncle just, Fatback. Uncle Fatback. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was Eddie's band, Uncle Fatback, man. Yeah. What a great group. You're such a grooving player, Eddie. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Those were amazing times. Yeah. Uh, I wish that club was still there. It was a great club. Like yeah. uh, um, I still love that place. Jack, you must have played out there, didn't you? Many times. Yeah, it was not yeah. far from where I lived. It was just a, right. like another exit up the 101. It was great. Like the first time I saw you play, we were in Chicago with Maynard and we had a day off and we all said, we're going to go see Tina Turner. And you just blew my, uh, the whole band socks off, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it went by really fast too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Proud baby, keep on burning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you killed him. He reached maximum velocity with that gig. He just can't play any faster. That's as fast as you can go. <laughs> <laughs> Did she ever say faster, faster? And you're like, this is just every, like, every night. Every night. <laughs> oh, no, no. It was always, you know, make it quicker, you know, pick it up every night. But um, no, once it, once you bumped it up, it was, you know, and it was noticeable. It, you were good. You know, five clicks or so. Yeah. As long as you could feel a bump. It was good. <laughs> but I, I, I always worried about, you know, people listening because I was, I don't want people to think I was rushing, but that's, you know, it was part of the gig. Yeah. Part of the gig. Yeah. yeah. I remember, still grooved. I remember I, quizzing you about that whole thing about what do you do when you're getting that 
go faster sign. Oh yeah. Suck it up and go faster. Basically, but, yeah. I'm trying to make I'm trying to make it <laughs> so it doesn't notice. Yeah. Well, there, there's a great story, and I think it was it. it supposedly, it's Eddie Bears, and I don't know who he was working with, but he started counting off a tune, and they're playing, and whoever was out front said, and I don't want to say who it was because I don't really know for sure, but said, "Hey, it's too slow," and he said, "It's too late." So, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer that's a great answer it's a perfect answer i it's love it nice. along along with the drummer saying hi to the singer do you like me to count this in too fast or too slow oh. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly perfect. but I, I learned something interesting way too late when i was working with tina about um uh, uh picking stuff up and one night after doing this for many years and never being happy about it she just, you know, wanted something faster. And I, I just got so irritated with it. I just started bashing my hi-hat like loud because I was just pissed off. I just started bashing it. And she just turned around and gave me one of those. <laughs> 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 All right. And like, so from that point on, whenever she wanted it faster, I just started bashing my hi-hat. <laughs> <laughs> That is great. I love oh, that. That's classic, man. Oh my god. Uh, well, gentlemen, I'm gonna I'm gonna have yeah. us bid farewell to our audience. Uh, I want to thank you guys for being here today: Eddie Taduri, Jack Bruno, Greg Bissonette, Dave Maddox, Joe Franco, Steve Gad, Rob Wallace, David Garibaldi, Todd Zuckerman, Robin Flans, Steve Smith. Am I forgetting anybody else, guys? That's perfect. Anton you. Fig. You. Johnny D. Johnny D. You guys are stuck with me. I'm the guy holding I'm the guy holding the Zoom button here. Merry so. Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm gonna end the stream, but I we'll we'll say goodbye in the room in one second. Okay. But Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for watching. Happy okay. New Year, and we'll see you soon. See you soon. And thank you guys. Love you guys. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Thanks, Johnny. Uh, thanks, Great you to guys. See you. Great to see. Hey, thanks for watching, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. And I forgot to mention a big thanks also to Jeff Hamilton and Rob Wallace, who also joined me for the show. Hard to keep track. Thanks for watching, everybody. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and a happy, healthy new year. See you soon.